what's up, friends. This is Laura Bender, and this is also another episode of Heartfelt Consciousness. Uh, so today's guest, a uh, good friend of mine and former MVP student, uh, Zella Marie Devlin. And uh, so Zella, just to give a little background, has spent uh, about the last 20 years perfecting her craft in education, yoga, and movement. So her expertise includes an ERYT 200-hour yoga certification, of course, 500 that she just uh, finished in December with MVP. Um, And she's also developed uh, several different programs for all ages and abilities. So she's currently coaching private yoga clients and conducts workshops um, via Zoom on her proprietary energy flow yoga program and is currently writing a course about being true to your higher self. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the episode today. Have a good one and I will see you on the other side. All right, good afternoon, Zella. How are you today? I'm doing really well. How about you? Not too bad. So it's been a while since we actually were able been we've actually talked. Um just to kind of give our listeners a little bit of background. So actually Zella was um, one of my uh, students that was going through the 300 hour program a few months ago with uh, MVP. And when did you graduate again? Was it in December? In December. Yeah. 2020. Wow. At the end of 2020, it feels like, you know, we're almost three months in, it's almost like a year uh, leading up to, you know, COVID and everything like that. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. I can't even believe how quickly the time has flown, but um, yeah. So welcome back. You know, I actually interviewed you on my podcast several months ago. Actually it was like, well, yeah, 2020 last year. Yeah. Uh, So to kind of um, give the students and give the listeners a little bit more background, I would love for you to share um, just a little bit about yourself and maybe what brought you to yoga. Okay. So um, I'm 59 right now. I'll be 60 this summer. And I was first introduced to yoga in 1979. I was a dance major at Texas Women's University in Denton, Texas. And our one of our instructors had brought, she brought in concepts of yoga into the warm up of some of our dance classes on a regular basis. And I was very intrigued with it back then as an 18 year old. Then fast forward, I um, I practiced here and there, on and off. Nothing, yoga wasn't popular in the 80s like it is now. Um, but then in 1997, a friend of mine, a, a dear friend of mine, she started practicing yoga at a studio in the Houston uh, area, Houston, Texas area. And that got me intrigued. And there At the time, there weren't any yoga studios that were near where I was living out in the suburbs south of Fort Worth. So I this is back in the days of um, VHS, you know, those (laughs) videotapes, right? Mm -hmm. So I bought a videotape with Ali McGraw and Eric Schifferman. I think that's how you say his last name. And it was set in White Sands, New Mexico. And I grew up in El Paso, right near New Mexico, right near White Sands. And so that was very intriguing to me, the setting, the models that that they hired to do the yoga with them. I, they were all just these beautiful people 
and the setting was beautiful, but the yoga was amazing. And I did that videotape for, for a number of years and then found a yoga studio in, in the Fort Worth area that, that I would go to periodically. And from there, just found instructors I liked, different studios in, in the area I used to live in. And at the time, I was a school teacher, taught fifth grade language arts and American history, and always had a backup plan of exiting that profession and getting into teaching yoga. And so I did that in 2015. I, I took a course at my at the studio that where I had been practicing for several years, um, Gratitude Yoga in Mansfield, Texas, took took a year-long course. It was pretty darn intense. Yeah. <laughs> Got my 200 hours, retired from school teaching, and now I manage rental properties that my husband and I have purchased throughout the years, and I teach yoga. So I have a yoga studio here in my, my new home in Arlington. I teach on Zoom with private clients. I go to private clients' homes, and I also teach at retirement communities. So part-time yoga has has definitely turned into more than I ever dreamed of. And without having the studio, I don't have the overhead, um, but I have the joy of, of teaching. So I'm enjoying that immensely. Yeah, I think Zoom, um, especially now, even, um, you know, thinking about it, you know, we, well, at least for myself, you know, I'd be, I was running around all over the place. And you probably felt the same thing if you were visiting private clients uh, often, you know, you find yourself kind of running around um, a lot. But um, yeah, now with this whole Zoom thing, you can kind of uh, bring people in that maybe um, live across the country or something like that. And uh, I think there's so much further of a reach for sure. I love it. I love how it, it truly has become yeah. a global community. Exactly. That's one good thing of the pandemic, right? Yes, exactly. It's, there's a couple. There's a couple bright spots. I like to say it. there's a couple bright spots out of that. Um, so that's an awesome story. Thank you for sharing that. So, um, so we're actually going to talk about authenticity today, and this is um, this has actually been. I, I remember taking a during my 200. You know, the probably the last weekend that we had together. Uh, someone had come in that. Um, we kind of got a chance to maybe pick out what our core values were. And I do this from time to time. I'll just kind of every few months, maybe even sometimes uh, my, my intentions shift and um, maybe I'll go through a list again and always maybe pick out a couple um, that kind of resonate with me the most, but authenticity has always been one of my core values for sure. And, you know, obviously it's part of, um, one of the main core values that that is held for MVP as well. Um, so, how do you cultivate authenticity? You, you know, we as we discussed even before we started recording, on and off the mat. Mm -hmm. That is a good question. And yeah. what what you and I were talking about is it we we tend to focus on the off the mat aspect. Oh, I want to be true to yoga and and my authentic self when I'm off the mat, which is important and very much should be evaluated periodically and, and, um, and fine tuned. Mm -hmm. But I also think that, that we tend to skip over the on the mat authenticity. Um, and that's something that's important to me because I am not of an Indian background. I am, 
I am Caucasian. My my heritage is is mainly French and Lebanese. Actually, my grandfather was Lebanese on my mother's side, and um, so there's you know the typical mixture of German and French and and Scots and Irish and all that. Mm-hmm. No Indian whatsoever. Yeah. But I think like most of us, if you do the twenty three and Me or whatever, mm-hmm. we all tend to have something in the the cradle of civilization in in northern africa so i did have that aspect but no indian um so how do i approach this this practice this lifestyle this teaching this um theology um people can say it's not a religion all they want um and it's not a religion but it's def- definitely a spiritual movement aspect um philosophy the history of yoga how do we how do we address that um and be aware thoughtful and sensitive to the fact that this is not this is not my culture and how do i be authentic when i'm teaching in my studio or on zoom how do i address that um i'm i'm a lifelong learner and so you know i finished my 300 hours with m um, MPV and and then I went straight into some some other course. So I'm currently um, I'm a member of Yoga International, mm-hmm. and I noticed that they have they have paid for and then members um, benefits courses all the time. So mm-hmm. one of the courses I paid for is the Heart of Practice, mm-hmm. um, and it's with um, Doug Keller, Rod Stryker, Cindy Lee, and Gary Craftsman. Craft I don't think I have his last name right, but. They're all big in yoga. Kraftsko, I think it is. Kraftsko, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, They're all stellar voices within the yoga world, Um, especially for me, Rod Stryker. I've I've gone to his three day workshops. Um, I have I have his book, the four the four desires. I he and he he was a great influence on um, Paula Fox who taught, uh, who owned gratitude yoga where I got my, my training. And so his, his philosophy, his, his thoughts on yoga have definitely influenced um, my, my teaching and my authentic self on the mat. Anyway, in this conference, these, these people were talking about, how do we be authentic on the mat? And they were presented with a, and notice I said on the mat, and they were presented with a specific question from their audience. How can you address being a yoga instructor if you're a Christian? They took it much broader than that, thank, thankfully. Um, and Cindy Lee is a practicing Bap, uh, Buddhist. And so she had a really, really unique perspective. And um, the others it seemed like they all had in their college days had majored in religion or in philosophy. So they were able to bring some really unique elements to the discussion. And one thing that really, really struck me is if you're struggling with how to be authentic as a teacher with a culture that you're not familiar with, and if you come from a more fundamentalist Christian background you're going to get hit with this all the time. Well, how can you be a Christian and practice yoga? Well, I'm not um, worried about that specifically because my yoga practice is my own spiritual journey, right? Right. Um, I am a practicing Christian. I go to mass once a week. I'm Catholic. 
Um, but I don't have a problem being a yogi because as I've learned, um, especially through Michelle Young and um, it's just some of the, some of the philosophy, history, background type of teaching that she did in my 300 hour course, the yoga sutras are not about a religion. It's a, it's to help you on your spiritual path. So back to this discussion with Cindy Lee and Doug Mm -hmm. Keller and Rod Stryker and Gary, (laughs) Um, Rod Stryker specifically was, was addressing this. And he said, no matter what religion or denomination of Christianity that you practice, there's nothing threatening about breathing, breathe in through your right nostril, (laughs) hold the breath, breathe out through your right nostril, you know? Yeah. It's kind of a fundamental, you know, thing to live, (laughs) you know, we have to to do to live. (laughs) Exactly. And it's such, I would, I would encourage anybody to look up this, this, um, this course that I, that I'm, I'm still currently working through it. Um, It's called the heart of practice. Um, You can find it on yoga international. It's just a really nice panel discussion about who we are as, as yogis, who we're trying to be as teachers and how we can be that authentic self on and off the map. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. That's I'm going to have to definitely add that to the notes if anyone's interested in and possibly looking into that a little, little further. Um, so has this kind of inspired you um, to create your own course? I think we talked about this a little bit that um, you're actually putting together your own course kind of leading into the higher self. Um, right. Yeah. So how yeah. do you, how do you keep your authenticity and check when you're and your ego in, in check when you're going through that? Exactly. That's such a good question. Yeah. So my, my um, partner in business is Dr. Wendy Guest. She's mm-hmm. a professor at the, at Florida International University in Miami. She and I have a podcast called the Indigo Tent and uh, the focus of our, our podcast, our business is to connect with your higher self. So we're currently writing a course on how to tune into that higher self, how, and, and think about it, it all stems back to your core fundamental beliefs, who you are, what's of value to you, what's important, how can you be that authentic person? You have to be true to yourself before you can really tune into your higher self. Um, you know, we, you and I could talk about our, um, the, um, the koshas and, you know, and the subtle, the subtle bodies and, and all of that all day long. So, um, I'm sure you all have podcasts that, that address that. Um, Michelle has really good teachings on, on the zoom lecture series, um, as well as what is the other woman's name? Um, Anna Pilar. Yes. Yes. Anna has a lot of, uh, great lectures that are on, Oh yeah, she that are on the learning um, the lamp sheet that has all the uh, the wonderful lectures that have part of our teaching that's yeah. available to us as students. Yeah. So if you're a student um, and you can go back and do any of those that are pre-recorded, definitely tune in to to the things that Anna has to say. Also, um, Leah Jones, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I took any I, I watched any of their Zoom lectures. I, I was able to do a few live. Um, but anyway, getting back to the question, um, f- after I finished my 300 hours, my, um, Wendy and I 
decided we we need to write a course. Uh, that's a no brainer for her because she's a college professor. Yeah. Um, so this comes naturally to her. She, you know, she's obviously written several textbooks and, and curriculum and such as that. And I've written curriculum um, for the district that I used to teach in. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a labor of love. And what we're finding as we're writing this, we're, we're obviously doing the research. Um, you know, I'm taking other people's courses to to generate ideas and and to to um, to also just to tap into to the philosophy, the the history of other religions, other ancient texts. You know, we we can get wisdom from from any religion. I personally believe all paths lead to Rome, but, um, (laughs) so, um, I, I'm enjoying writing this course because it's a creative outlet, but it's also helping me to go back and look at what do I believe in and what do I live? What's, what's actual and what's practical and what's ideal. Nice. I really like that. That's, that's an awesome concept. So looking back, even though we don't, we don't want to try to spend too much time thinking about the past because we can't change anything that has happened. Um, But what do you feel is one valuable lesson that you learned during the pandemic of 2020? Oh, that was, (laughs) I think for all of us and, and, and as, uh, as, as what is today's date is, is February 22nd. So the past week here in Texas has been awful. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've, we've had the, the pandemic and the, and the deaths from, from COVID. And then the past week has, you're used to that kind of weather. Um, yeah, we're not, no, <laughs> unfortunately no. people were not prepared for that. Um, so I, my big takeaway for this past year um, has been tuning into what's really important and trying to really let go of what's not important. Um, That's hard to do though. It is. In the moment you can do it all day long, but then, you know, five minutes later when your electricity goes out, are you, and, and two days later when your electricity goes out, you know, are you still willing to let go of what doesn't matter? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. Well, I hope that are, are things looking better there in Texas now? Yes. Good. Awesome. <laughs> my mom and I just went to, she had a doctor's appointment. My mom's 93. So we had a doctor's appointment for her and we went to lunch and we didn't have our coats on. I didn't have my snow boots on. So <laughs> it's your typical Texas winter weather day today. <laughs> <laughs> today it is. Yeah. yeah. And I actually, I, I have to add to that too. And even though I've been, I've been trying to be kind of step away about talking about the weather. Cause I notice I do that often for whatever reason, uh, maybe it's like a weird obsession. I have. <laughs> maybe I was a meteorologist in a former life. I don't really know, but um, yeah, I even feel like the last few weeks, like have just been so cold, even here, it's been like bitter cold where you know, we had the temperatures that you guys had, but like for several weeks in a row mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, I'm just ready to get the heck out of this. And mm-hmm. hopefully this kind of snap spring to kind of snap, turn itself on and be like, okay, I'm here. That would be great. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing that and actually giving your time today um, and sharing, spending your time with me on the podcast. It was great. Thanks to, again for having, uh, for coming along. 
for the, on this ride. Yeah, you're welcome. And I, and I want to shout out to, to you and your podcast and to the, I get your emails, um, just the, the weekly inspirations, um, the different courses that you're offering. I want to encourage your listeners and the MPV listeners, um, MVP listeners. I think I said that wrong. (laughs) That's funny. We all Um, know where we went to school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, check out what Laura's got going on. Cause she's got some great classes and, um, and a lot of good, good things to, to encourage us and to, to help us on our, on our path to our higher self. So I appreciate Aww. that. Well, thank you so much, Sally. I appreciate you um, offering that to, to me. And actually, if I know there's been students that have been in my classes too, that um, actually asked me recently, like, Hey, what's going on with the studio? So I actually, just finished our studio space was just completed last week, um, oh, just about a week ago um, in the basement. So it's, I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to drive anywhere ever again. <laughs> it's nice, isn't it? Yes. It's wonderful. And um, hopefully at some point, you know, if things kind of, I think once things start to kind of really open back up, you know, people are getting vaccinated and everything like that, that um, I should be able to maybe host some in-person hybrid kind of things where it's offered online and maybe in person with some, some of my students that I probably haven't seen in a good year. Exactly. That would be great. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. Thanks again for listening guys. Um, and thanks again to Zella for joining me today. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. So thank you again for tuning into this episode of Heartfelt Consciousness. For more information on Zella Marie Devlin, uh, you can check out the show notes. And don't forget to share, review, and subscribe to this podcast when you get a chance. All right. All right. Be well, my friends. Until next time.